Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey guys, and welcome back to the group chat. We have had some pretty exciting last few days or like weeks, I guess, since we've like recorded last. We have. I have moved homes. As you guys know, I was talking about it in a lot of our recent YouTube videos and our recent podcast episodes. I was talking about how I was wanting to move and like looking at moving and stuff. Well, I got approved for a place and I have moved. It's all happened. Yep, I just saw it for the first actually time. Actually just came over and visited and saw it and I'm actually so obsessed. Like I am just so much more happier and like I didn't even realize but like as soon as I moved in like the next day I just woke up woke up. <laughs> I don't even think that's a word. I woke up so happy. Like the place we were in before, stunning location, but I just didn't realize how much it was like affecting me now that I'm out like I knew it was bad I just really I really struggled in there like being a creative person like you know filming for my job or like things like that I really struggled in there so much and I'm already just like I can feel it I'm already so much better and like I can just feel you know when you just feel a change? Yeah, you that's, feel and you feel more inspired and motivated when you move into a new place as well. Yes, it's I like just, a new environment, new surroundings. It's yes, just a fresh little I just, start. I do. I feel like something's changed and it's so I'm just obsessed. Nothing's really furnished at the moment. Like we've got literally boxes everywhere. So we need to like sort all that and get all of our furniture, which some of it's arriving. We need to go and get some more furniture. But yeah, I'm just so excited. Like on our YouTube and like my TikTok and stuff, like you'll probably see me over the next few weeks furnishing things and decorating. But yeah, I am obsessed. I love it. Besides the fact that our first night there, we woke up the next morning to a nice big long-legged housemate that was just sitting on our wall like good morning new roommate it was like a huge huntsman on our wall this is gonna sound so weird so like at people outside of australia they whenever that you hear australia you just think of spiders and snakes and insects and animals whatever but like living here for however many years 23 24 years i've never ever seen a spider like that i've never seen one of those big ginormous huntsman spiders and stuff like that until (laughs) until the other day I just moved into our new place 
And my boyfriend woke up before me. It's like, what, 6 a.m. or something. And he wakes me up. He, like, grabs me. He wakes me up. He's like, Liv, don't freak out. And then just points to the wall. And there's this huge huntsman on the wall. And I'm like, oh, my God. Never, you've never seen me get out of bed faster than that. It was actually so scary. So, yeah, had to deal with that. And then I saw another spider on my boyfriend's pillow this morning. Oh, my God. Not as big. It looks like a baby one. And I was like, oh, my God, no. They're like, this is our apartment, bitch. I know. I always <laughs> was freaked out when I saw people post these on social media. And I do freak out when I see them. Don't get me wrong. But once you, like, kind of get over that freaked out stage, it's kind of like you're a friend. Yeah. Like, just get out of my home. And you can live a happy life. Well, I have officially booked my trip to Canada. Which yes. Our, so our recent excited. episode, you are talking about how you were trying to book your stay yeah, trip. Yeah, I honestly, I actually can't explain to you. Like, I'm already getting post-trip depression <laughs> and I haven't even been on the trip. You're not I just, going until over a month. I know, but I don't even want the, like, afterwards to come because, like, we're just, we're looking, uh, I don't even know if I've mentioned, but I'm going with my partner. And we've been looking forward to it. For so long, like every single day we talk about, oh my God, I can't believe we're going to Canada. I've always heard like, because obviously I haven't done a big Europe trip yet, but I've always heard like friends that have organized big Europe trips trips, and they've like organized it for like six months. So then, then when happens. the time comes and it's over, they're like, well, I don't know what to do with myself because that was like my personality for six mm. months. That's how I feel like I'm going to feel because like, at the moment it's all we're thinking about. Like we're organizing our snow gear and our outfits and like all the little finer details. And just, I'm so excited. Like, there's just, so much I'm of a so, build up so and excited. hype. Yeah. And you're, it's just going to be like, and then it's just going to go by so quickly. Yeah. Well, I'll just be chilling here with me and my long legged friends in my place while you're overliving your best life in Canada. Ashley has also got a matcha on the way. She I do. It's actually around to, the corner. She decided to order matcha. So if we get a, a little intermission, intermission. Be for me to get my ice latte. But because I didn't have a coffee this morning. Because my stomach's been, it's having a bit of a flare up. It's been really sore. So I was like, well, every episode. Do I really? Yes. I don't know what it is, but it, I don't, it's just, it's really, really sore at the moment. Like, and so I'm just not trying to drink or eat foods that I feel like will trigger it. And so coffee, I feel like would. So all day I've just, I'm been craving a nice cold drink. And because I can't have like a nice coffee, I'm like, well, I'm just craving a nice matcha now. So I ordered matcha, matcha has matcha. caffeine in it. Not as bad as coffee, but... Yeah, it's very subtle. It's not a lot. Yeah. But it's also got, you know, green tea has some benefits. <laughs> also super exciting for any of our international listeners, if you're keeping up with MVP, which is our little clothing brand, we have just launched international shipping. So if any of you guys have wanted to get your hands on things and haven't been able to because we were only within Australia, you now can... And it's very exciting. Very, very exciting. It's so exciting because I'm like so looking forward to like having it out into the world, like outside of Australia. So I'm really excited about that. And we do have to restock quite a few things, but there will be a restock happening soon anyways. But yeah, I'm so excited. MVP is growing bigger no, and better. I'm working on our next collections or our next pieces and I'm so excited yeah. about them. All right, for our first TMI of the episode, we have this is a this is a long one. Okay, buckle up, everyone. Hey guys, I'm exposing one of the most awkward moments of my life. So pretty recently, I was talking to this guy. It was casual, and we both still live at home. So when we'd hang out, it would usually be to go for drives, etc. So one night, we met at a car park. 
so romantic, <laughs> which usually involved just sitting in the back of his car talking, laughing, cuddling, nothing more. However, this night, probably fifth time hanging out, it got a bit heated. So we were making out and one thing leads to another and I'm on top of the guy oh, in the back no. seat. Windows fogged up. You get the idea. So we have sex and that's that. I get changed and he mentions his phone's dead and we say goodbye and I walk to my car and get in. I know this is irrelevant, but like why can't we hang out at each other's house? Maybe they're quite young. I don't know. I think just like when you're like freshly no seeing someone yeah. and you don't necessarily want to introduce them to your parents. Yeah. Like you don't really want like. Fair enough. Like it's what, only three, yeah. four dates in. Yeah. Soon he drives off and I go on my phone for a sec, then try to change the music in my car when I notice something. There oh. was blood all over my hands. As soon as I saw it, I literally died inside and thought I got my period. I tried to call the guy, but obviously he wasn't answering because his phone was flat. So I drive home and call my best friend on the way, freaking out, so incredibly embarrassed, explaining how I think I just got my period and it's all over my hands and probably all over the guy too. And he's probably driving home and realised as well. Like, it looks like it's giving murder scene. And phone's dead as well, so you mm. just can't contact him at all. My friend was speechless and shocked, trying to calm me down on my way home. Anyways, I get home 15 minutes later and look in the mirror and not just my hands have blood, but all up my legs, stomach, face, just everywhere. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like giving them... Like gruesome. You don't you don't want to get pulled over. I know. I texted the guy to call me ASAP. He finally calls and I go, I am so sorry. And he said, No, I am. And I got real confused and said, No, I got my period. Sorry. And he said, No, you didn't. <laughs> At this oh, point, we had to like I'm thinking, oh my god, how sweet he's trying to pretend nothing happened to save me from embarrassment. But no. Then he says, That was my blood. And I go silent for a sec, beyond confused, because I also from? was due for my period. So she was due for a period. Then he explains how his his eggplant, his eggplant, <laughs> literally bled. Apparently, I split it somehow. Is that to cause that much blood though? And like, would you not realize that you're in pain as soon as it happened? And like, is it really that easy to split? <laughs> so many questions and he goes it's okay I just didn't expect that from you it was intense but good <laughs> good enough to like make is he not bleed. in pain I'm really confused as to but where to this make blood that is coming blood from as well, like all over her mouth and down her leg like I'm really confused yeah anyways I was relieved yet embarrassed all over again and got my period a week later so it definitely wasn't her period then yeah I'm really confused. I know. I haven't heard of something I've like not this heard before. of this either. But, like, what do you mean split? Like, is that – what do you mean? Like, like a little slice cut in the skin or, like – Maybe. We continued seeing each other for a little while after but are just friends now. But I've never expected the level of embarrassment I felt in that moment seeing the blood on my hands. Mm. Also, how do you walk back into the family home with all that blood all over you? I know. That'd be a little bit – you'd have to try and dodge them. Yeah. And jump straight in the shower because that would be a little bit awkward. We have one more TMI. My boyfriend and I have lived together for six months now and are very sexual. <laughs> That's wow. what it is. 
Mind you, we live in an apartment complex and the balcony overlooks the outside on the second floor. From the balcony, we can see houses which on our walks, we always walk past. Anyways, one day we got carried away and ended up doing the deed on the couch. Weeks passed by and we walked past those houses and saw the people out front. They were older, but the wife walked up to us and said, (gasps) hey, just letting you know, even though your balcony is brick, maybe shut your blinds when you want to have your private time. And I cannot get over the fact that she probably saw us. To say we are a little more careful is an understatement. But how did she know that was you? Like looking at someone in a window while they're doing their deed, it's very hard to like picture who's that's well, them who's do- on a walk. Like maybe how- they just know. Maybe she just knows neighbors, who yeah. lives there. Yeah, I guess. Because I'm like, how do you know that that's them? You'd have to be paying a lot of attention and to detail. <laughs> she probably had binoculars out or something and was like, mm. "What's going on?" Because I wouldn't know who lives in. A complex over the road and Mm. stuff. We have our first dilemma debate, which is what are words that make you cringe? Like what are words that make your skin just crawl and feel icky? I thought of these words and they're very similar, but phlegm. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's just so yucky. It's, and mucus. <laughs> oh, that's like, not as bad. Discharge even. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't, like, no. Okay, it's normal. It's, We're normalising it. Yeah, it's obviously very normal. Like, But can we but, give it another name? That's what I, f- I don't like the name. I actually agree with that one. I don't like the name discharge. Like, I hate it. Like, or can we give like, it another name? Even like snot. You know, snot, you know. That's why I feel like it's not nice to be like uh, bats in the cave or something of getting bats in the cave rather than like, (laughs) (laughs) what are we, six? (laughs) I say that all the time. You still say it. Yeah. I'll ask my partner and I'll be like, I haven't got any bats in the cave. (laughs) Because I don't like like boogers or... Wait, my boyfriend says I mean I can't even think of how he says it now, but because of the accent we pronounce like boogers differently. It's like boogies. Yes. They say <laughs> boogers or something, boogies or something. Like I've heard a lot of English people say that, but yeah, that I'm like, ooh. Okay, let's read out some of your guys's what are words that make you cringe? Okay, someone did say the C word. I'm not going to say it on here because it's probably a little bit explicit, but I feel like I agree. Yeah. Like we never really grew up like swearing that much. Like, you know, on the odd occasion, like I'll do it. Like I'm not like, that's like, that's like bad. But that word, I'm very much like you would never see me use it. Yeah. But I don't like, I don't care if people use it around me or anything like that. Like I I don't even really like bat and I, to be fair. But like I just like I don't think I'll yeah, yeah I'll ever use it. It feels yucky coming out of my mouth. Someone said Mrs. What? Mrs. Well, she spelt it M I S E S, but I don't know if that's Mrs. as in like referring to like your oh, partner. Like if I like say my Mrs. Mrs. I love that. Really? I love it. I love it. Well, I also saw someone else said hubby. Which I have never, maybe because I'm not at the point 
mm. where I can say like my hubby, but I just I don't mm. I find it I don't know, like what does that mean? Like my hubba bubba? Like is that what it's giving like my hub? Yeah, I just <laughs> like I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna call my partner a hubby. <laughs> like Riz. I kind of agree with that. It's just a little bit like what what are these random little yeah, words cringy that words that are coming out of nowhere? Like what when did that even come about? Like what last year? I think it's only what are you right? I only heard of I've it. I've only like ever heard year. of it last year, yeah. Okay. Someone else said phlegm. A couple people have said pookie. I've never heard that before. Yeah, it's What is that for? What are you referring to? Like your partner, your crush. Oh. I think, like, that's the best way to explain it. But it's, like, what you call someone. I've never heard of that before. But, like, in what way? What what sentence would you say that? Like, a nickname which you call your best friend or someone you really love. But, so, like, to them or about them? Like, if you're talking to someone else, are you referring to them as pookie? That is a bit weird, actually. I have to agree, but this is the first time I've heard like of Like, honey or sweetheart or darling. Oh. My pookie. Oh, I don't yeah. know. That's a bit it weird. Is, I don't really like it either. Yeah. Don't love. <laughs> Someone said the food fish fingers. Fish fingers. <laughs> What's another food that people call a lot of different things? I think I, because I think I brought up Devon one time to my partner because I was talking about it somehow because we are talking about like things we used to have for lunch like at school and like a lot of the times <laughs> we got Devon. <laughs> we have Devon sandwiches. not good for you at all. Like, what even is that made up of? No, it's, yeah, it's so bad. But we'd have Devon sandwiches and he had no idea what My Devon was. And his family didn't know what it is either. And it's it's kind of like, yeah. That's so random because it's like you just get it from your local supermarket. Like, it's yeah, like a ham. It's, it's, it's not like a – it's like a Now that I think about it, it kind of grosses ham. me out. Like, yeah. Devon. My partner also didn't know what mortadella was. Hmm. But that's like a type of ham. That's, yeah, a lot more Italian, I think. Mm. A lot of people saying pussy. <laughs> yeah, no, I do agree. <laughs> I do agree as well. I don't really use that term ever. But a lot of people saying that. A lot of people agreeing with that and the C word. A lot of people saying slay. <gasps> that's another one I was thinking of. Really? That's another one that I was thinking of. You don't like yes. it? Yes. No, I'm like so off it. I like not So what do you use instead of that now? Because I feel like I'm programmed to just use slay. No, like not a, I used to say it. I feel like I used to say it. Or I would more say it on message. On like message, I, yeah. yeah. I like I wouldn't say, say it in, in person. person. I'm not someone in person that's gonna go, slay, slay. No. But now like it is a word that like I can't, I just, just can't. Irks you? It, yeah, it just irks me. Like whenever I see other people say, or like someone, if there's people like saying it like in real life, hmm. like, oh my god, slay, slay. It's just so overdone. I can't. I can't do it. We also have, this is from actually one of our recent episodes. I can't remember if it was our recent one or the one before that. But we were talking about, I don't even know how we got onto the topic. We were talking about like who says I love you first. Like is it a thing like where you're like going to wait for the person to say I love you first or like you don't care and like you just say it, you know, say it how it is like whenever you feel it. And so we were like, let's actually do a poll on this because I am actually intrigued. Personally, okay, look, I'm very for say it when you feel it, like don't play games or like hold back or anything like that. But I'm also, you know, a little sheltered where I don't want to say 
I wouldn't want to say it and like, I don't know, get rejected or like it doesn't mm. get reciprocated or whatever. I mean, usually you can like suss the vibes anyways. But like I was the type, well, like when, when I'm referring to that, when me and my partner first started like seeing each other, I was the type to just like, just wait. <laughs> you say it first. Do you remember the first time? Like, yeah, I do. And he said it first, I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it first. As in like in a relationship context? Yeah. But I don't know if that's like, it's not because I'm like holding back or anything. It's more just, I think like shy. So we wanted to do a poll and ask you guys, are you the one to say I love you first or are you waiting for them to say it? This isn't, this is only more like on a, like a first time basis, not like in your whole relationship, you're just like waiting for them to say it. Anyways, so we have 32% saying, I don't care. I'm saying it whether you've said it or not. And then 68% said, no way. I'm waiting for them to say it first. Mm -hmm. That's actually a lot more than I was expecting to say that. I love to say I love you and if I feel like it, I will say it. I really hate the idea that the more you say it, the less meaning it has. I've been in a relationship for two years now and we have lived together for 1.5 years and I'm extremely happy and say I love you to each other several times a day. So she's more referring to like... I think she's more referring to like in her relationship. first yeah. time, which I agree. Like I feel like... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You can never not tell someone yeah. enough, like how much you love them, like... I also think in a relationship it's so important to, like, still be saying those things, like, as the relationship goes on. Because, like, yeah, you might feel it and everything, but it's important to, like, remind each other. Because, like, you can't just always assume that they know you feel that. Like, mm. people aren't a mind reader. I'm usually the type to wait. However, with my current boyfriend, I waited a few months and then gave in and said it first. Turns out he was waiting to say it as well. And we both felt the same way. So in love. <laughs> and usually that is most, usually most is of the, the case, time that yeah. is the case. Life is too short to not tell someone you love them. Obviously, don't jump the gun ridiculously early. But if you know, you know. Very true. Someone said, I wait for them now. I once said it first and he didn't say it back. So I'm traumatized. Aww. No. Someone said, fear of rejection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told my current boyfriend of two years I loved him while we were watching the kid movie open season he thought it was funny though and said I love you back living the best life with him oh wait was so that cute. the first time yeah they must have been watching a movie I loved that movie as a kid open season yeah we did love that actually mm. completely forgot that I even existed that just unlocked a memory in my brain our first dilemma of our episode 
Before we start giving advice, please remember we are not qualified professionals, so please take everything we say with a grain of salt. These are lighthearted conversations where we offer our personal opinions. We are just here to have a bit of fun like you would in the group chat with your besties. If you are looking for a qualified opinion, please don't hesitate to reach out to a professional. And let's just get straight into it. Let's go. And subject, boyfriend's best friend. My dilemma is my boyfriend has a very close girlfriend who basically grew up with him since they were little. Fair enough. Fair enough. So they've grown up together. They're neighbours and like just very close. So anyway, I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years and every time I'm around him and she's there, she acts, bracket according to him, extra friendly. And by this, I mean she touches him, she cuddles up next to him in public (gasps) right in front of my eyes. Her recent oh, and that's too far. Mm. Her recent boyfriend told my boyfriend that she talks a lot about him and that he's happy he can finally put a face to the person in all her stories. So he's saying she's always talking about him. So her boyfriend is saying that he he's always being brought up by her. Yeah, and. He is happy that he can finally put a face to the person in her stories. Mm. She even told me that she stalks my Insta to see if we are still together every now and then. Bracket, because my boyfriend doesn't have Insta. So she's keeping tabs. Mm. She's like, when is it my turn? But she's got a boyfriend. I don't really know. Like, how do we even tackle, like, a best friend that's been around for, like, who knows, 20 years? Now, I would like to take the chance to say that my boyfriend is not acting sus about it at all. He's just a friendly guy and I trust him. He respects the way I feel about her and he told me that he will put some distance between them. I just think she's definitely breaking girl code. Like, I mean, why does she act different when him and I are together? Anyways, I'm just wondering how I can approach her about it without like being mean or very harsh because it is bothering me more and more every time I see her. And should I even be bothered by it? Like, I'm not the jealous type, but I do think it is very disrespectful to act that way. How would she feel if I was touchy with her boyfriend in public? Ugh. Just I, I, I really don't think you're overacting at all. I think, like, it is very, uh, it's, just, very it's very I can sad just imagine, on my like, part. Like, being out in public and, like, just. That would be, that like would that. be really, really hard to watch. Like, the like, touching and, like, the, like. Yeah. And oh. we've kind of had, a, I feel like we've had a dilemma very similar to this before. We have, but they, they were friends. Yeah. Whereas this, like when she was saying, I feel like this is breaking girl code, she doesn't owe you anything. Like she, she doesn't. She, but also, she has the boys' best interest because they're best friends and grown up together. She doesn't care about you. Yeah, she like, doesn't. But I also think, like, as a morally nice person, she should respect that he and you are in a relationship. Like, regardless whether you know them or not, like, you just don't overstep those boundaries with another yeah. person's relationship. Like, and like maybe she doesn't mean any harm by it. Like maybe she, maybe they've grown up like together. Like, I don't know. I, and I they have get... that sibling. Maybe they have like that kind of, not sibling, but just like they're so close. They've grown up together. Their families are like friends and they just have that bond where like, I don't know, like they're just. They're I think besties. it's a bit of a territorial thing. Like she wants to like. You know, she's trying to like claim I'm closer her, to him than yeah, you are. Yeah, like, like I've been in his life for 20 years. I don't know if it's been 20 years, but, like, 
I've been in his life 20 years. Like I know him better than you and like we're closer, you know, like you can't, you can't take away my place mm. in his life, you know, kind of thing. I do get a little bit of like territorial vibes. Like she's mm. trying to mark her place. Yeah, like I think it's okay if they've been neighbours and really, really close friends for a long time. But you can do that in a respectful way. Yeah, a mature way as well. Like, you know, but also like and have the best interest in him and the relation his relationship. So I'm curious about her relationship. Like, if she's acting like this with her best friend. And always talking about him too. Like maybe maybe the guy's thinking the same thing. Like maybe he I don't know how, if you are that close with him, but like maybe you could have a conversation with him and be like, you know, is it ever mm. like concerned you or like, you know, do you just get like very loyal vibes from her or, you know, is it a worry to you? Because I think, I think like if he isn't worried about it and he like knows it's very like they're just friends and whatever, like they've obviously grown up together so they probably have so many memories or things they share together. <laughs> That's what I mean. She, I feel like, but like she has if she a really bit of liked him, spot. then why doesn't she just date him? What do you mean? He well, like what? Why is she trying to be all territorial? Because like, if you really liked him, date him. Like, why wait until he gets a girlfriend to be like, yeah, to try and interfere? Yeah, I definitely think you have like a place to say something, or like at least try and set boundaries with her and say you're not comfortable with this. And I think like. If she doesn't take that in a mature way and she tries to, like, fight back and, like, stand her ground and say that, you know, try well, and use the excuse that he's they've been best friends for years and stuff. He said that he's going to validate try- what she's, like, things that she's doing. He said that he's going to try and put some distance between them. So I'm curious yeah. if, like, that's actually going to show, like, if that's going to do anything because maybe she'll just, like, fizzle out a little fizzle bit out. like just mm. like they'll still be friends like you know here and there but like you don't need to yeah but like she can focus on her relationship and you can focus on yours yeah and I don't know if like you guys all hang out together or something like and that's why you were like saying she's very affectionate with him but I would honestly ask the guy I'd ask them her boyfriend and be like what's your feelings like does she like talk about him too much where you're like worrying about it or like is it just very or have clear you ever to you? asked her have you ever asked her like if something's if happened history, between them yes. yes just see how it plays out see if that the distance does fizzle her out a bit um I then, definitely think it's okay for you to like have put you know say something like if it really is affecting you because it's it's like it's your right to have boundaries like that set in your relationship if you don't feel comfortable with things that she's doing. And I think like at the end of the day, just it's yeah, like it's it goes beyond like girl code and things like that. Like it's just like things that you shouldn't do knowing that another person is in a relationship. Like you just yeah. don't you just don't do that. Like regardless whether you owe them something or not, like whether she has any ties to you or not. Yeah, it's a hard one though. Yeah. Hard thing to navigate. And I think it does really suck when you feel like the reason they're doing it is not good intentions and they're like trying yeah. to do it. Even to just, just prove navigating a point. like that boy bestie, like the mm-hmm. girl best friend, mm-hmm. like that whole I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. Like it, I, don't, it, it, I don't that gives me the ick actually. I, like it genuinely makes me my skin. Being crawl. in a situation like, being like in that. Being in a situation yeah, like that and having to navigate that.
We have one more. This one's quite short, but we're going to touch on it anyways. Hey, girls. I've been following you for ages and need some of your advice. My boyfriend and I started dating halfway through year 12 and have been together for a year and a half now. Okay, so we're probably like 19, 20, going on 21. I'm going into my second year of uni. Okay, second year of uni, so that's probably like 21. And have received this great opportunity to do exchange over in Europe for seven months at the end of this year. I've accepted this offer as I think it will be a good once-in-a-lifetime experience Absolutely. for me. This would also be a good opportunity for my boyfriend and I to have some time to grow independently whilst yeah. doing long distance. There was not much discussion around this topic as we both already knew that we would stay together as we are best friends and have no doubts about our relationship. Love. However, I'm struggling to get over the guilt of my decision to leave and the actual idea of being apart from him for so long. Especially with opposite time zones, I need some advice on how to deal with the guilt of leaving him while I go off and have completely new experiences. Also, I know Liv has talked about it quite a bit, but any more advice on how to deal with being apart from him for so long would be great. Thanks. I think this overseas opportunity (laughs) At the end, she goes... Also, sorry for the really late email. I couldn't sleep, but I think now that I've written this, I can finally get to sleep. Oh, <laughs> I, so cute. Yeah, I think like in hindsight, seven months is really not long. That's at exactly all. what. Yeah, like that's what honestly, I was say as well. I think it is, but at the same time, if you think about your whole life span yeah. in the grand scheme of things, and if you're going to be with this partner for the rest of your life, yeah, which this, we don't know that, but yeah. if you are. You have what, like, eighty years left together. This seven, seven months, months is, is going to be so small, and like, it in the moment it might feel really hard, but like, it's such a great opportunity to like go there, grow, have get you know get the experience. Mm. You know, you're still so young, so you do get to like you know build character and grow and like learn new yeah. things and be independent. But there's also a deadline to it so you know that you're going to come back home and, like, you can be with him. If he's the right person, he'll still be there. And yeah. these seven months might be a little bit hard to tackle but, like, it's it's not going to be forever. And, and you even know that, that, say in – this is very hypothetical. Say you didn't take this opportunity and then, like, four or five years down the track, say you and your partner aren't together for whatever reasons – and you didn't take this opportunity, like, what would you be thinking? Like, oh, my God, I didn't take that opportunity. Did you miss because, something? Yeah. Yeah, because the partner, well, the partner that I'm not even with, I'm not wishing this upon you at all, but I'm just saying hypothetically, like, seven months is nothing in the grand scheme of things and, like, you don't want to be five or six years down the line and have not taken these amazing opportunities because you were, like, scared of you know, your relationship yeah. or like and there is being honestly, held back. Yeah. There is nothing to feel guilty about because. He would be you, so happy for you. I yeah, think he would be stoked. And you're still so young. So like opportunities like this, you would 100% want to like take. Mm. Like there's nothing I, to feel guilty about. I also think like when you first get there, it will definitely take a lot of time to navigating yeah. yeah, navigating and adapting to like this change of dynamic and like the time yeah. zones or like, you know, you'll hit a plateau where you're like, oh, my God, what have I done? Like, 
you know, I miss them. I'm so used to their presence all the time, like 24 seven. And, and like that routine that texting you them. Yeah. To, like you're yeah. just so used to it. So you're definitely going to probably get to a point where it's going to get really hard and you're like really struggling. But I think once you push past that, like that will probably only last like a week or a couple of weeks yeah. and it'll probably come in like ebbs and flows. But like, you just need to keep remembering like you're there to have your own experiences. Yeah. You're there for there once is a in a lifetime. Line. Can he not come over and like travel for like a couple of weeks and like visit you and like I don't know, or you could meet halfway if you both get a break. Like yeah. you know, then that could help a little bit and like break it up a bit. And have something to look forward to as well. Yeah, but even other than that, like honestly, just like FaceTimes and you know, you might get over there and absolutely love it and be like, oh my god, like I don't want this to end. And it will go so fast. And I think, yeah, I think like FaceTimes, you yeah. know, scheduling and like some some FaceTime yeah. dates even if you have time. Yeah. It really is not that bad. Yeah, and I really think like so much easier said than done though. Yeah, like, I know. Put me in this position and I'll be like. I know. But I do think like the best thing you can do is, and like what we're saying at the start, is like in the grand scheme of things, if this is your forever person, you have the whole rest of your life to spend together and like, when you look back at this, this small little seven months is going to go by so quickly. And, like, it's also, yeah, it's going to, like, be a good opportunity for you guys to, like, really strengthen your relationship as well, like, with your yeah. communication and, like, yeah, you know. It really does. It'll it really does. A lot of things. It strengthens, like, a lot of little areas of your relationship that, like, you didn't even know you needed. And you'll, I don't know, like, I think, yeah, you'll have, like, this, this different independence and, like, you'll really appreciate each other so much more and just like get excited and like you just grow so much as a relationship if you come out of it the other end so yeah that's very exciting but I think that's very exciting for you and very exciting yeah good luck give us an update yes all right we're gonna end this episode with our hot or our drops of the week I have a hot this week. Go for it. And I'm sure you all can guess what it is, but it is my new place, moving and just my new... Anything in particular, like new furniture or anything that you are excited Um, about? My bed's coming back. Yeah, the cloud bed is coming back. My big cloud bed from 2021. If anyone's an OG and remembers my big white cloud bed from our YouTube videos or my Instagram, I... I have always held on to it, but I couldn't have it in my recent like two or whatever places I've lived in because it just didn't fit. It was too Mm -hmm. big. And so I just had like this really little, what is it, like little bed frame. But now in my new place, it fits and it also would look so good in my room. So I have shipped it down from Ashley's because I had it up in the Gold Coast, shipped it down to Sydney and I'm really excited to have that back but other than that I'm just really excited about my move and my new era. Exciting well I have a drop for this week and it is related to my Canada trip but we got really stitched up and you know it really got us down because we were looking at our flights you already know about this but we were looking for our we were looking like at our flights probably since like new years we were keeping an eye on them every day and they were at a really really good price and it was it was like a direct flight with air canada maybe like 16 hour trip for a really really good return price and we kept looking at it like yep yeah, we'll book that and then 
we randomly looked one day and the price had doubled. Doubled. Like doubled. It was like over $3,000 for a return <gasps> trip. And we're like, oh, my God, we've just, like, missed opportunity. Like, I can't justify spending over $3,000 now when we just had the One opportunity flight. to spend it for, like, half the price. And so we're like, oh, like, what do we do? Like, we were weighing it up and we ended up booking the option. It was a bit cheaper, but it was a 24-hour, it's like a 24-hour travel day with a, going through New Zealand to go through oh, New Zealand. All over New Zealand. Yeah, so... Instead of like a direct So it's like flight. the long, cheaper route. Yes. Those it's long like routes. a longer, cheaper route, but it's still more expensive than what the original direct flight was could have been. Wow. And we ended up just booking that because like we can't leave it any longer. It's, it's just, just going to keep, keep going more up. expensive. And also we have to get three flights because we get into Vancouver and then we have to get another flight to the like the resort that oh we're actually going to so what, a little flight like a little tiny like <laughs> 40 minute plane ride little yeah plane. Oh after God. the 20 hours of travel we've already done oh my so instead of just being able to like go direct there which would have been amazing like one flight direct, direct yeah 16 hours we we, we couldn't we'd do that and then I randomly looked like just checking after we had booked all of this and then when I looked, the flights all went back down for like the Air Canada direct flight there and the, all the prices dropped again. And I was like, what the hell? Like I literally just booked. How what have the they heck? just dropped the prices again? And so then I was like, oh, my God, like what could we do? Could we like, you know, completely cancel our entire trip and then rebook? rebook? And we inquired about that and it would be like a $500 cancellation fee through our flight company and then like the actual airline company, and then another $300 through the booking site cancellation fee. Oh, and so then if so we would have just – Yeah, so if we would if we would have paid those cancellation fees and then rebook for the new flights, it still ended up being more expensive than what we've already got now. I feel so like So we just got really stuffed around and it sucks because – They know. They, they, they do. Know. They do it on purpose. Like There's they know. something – they know you're about to book. They used to do this. When I used to do long distance and I was – Looking for my flights to the UK, they n- know when you're going to book and they, like, hike them up and then that's why, like, when I used to do it, I always used to, like, clear my search engines and, like, look on a different well. device and stuff. So, like, I tried just, that as well and they didn't drop the prices. And then the second we booked, I looked again and they, they dropped all the prices. And it sucks because I would have just loved, like, a direct flight there, but I'm still looking forward to it. Like, it's going to yeah. be a part of the journey and, like... Something about flying as well to like an overseas trip is just yeah. fun. So we'll make the day of it, even though we'll be super jet lagged. But and actually, I've stopped over in New Zealand before. We stopped there. Well, I stopped there for New on our way to New York. And New Zealand yeah. airport is really nice. Are you flying with Air New Zealand? Yeah, they are stunning. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode. And don't forget to send through any of your TMI confessions or any dilemmas you guys want advice on. Send them through to our email and all the information will be in the show notes. And we will see you guys next Thursday. Thank you for listening. Bye. See you next week, group chatters. You have now left the group chat. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 